Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with this week's wheat headlines, Russia attacks the Danube port facilities, the EU consider solidarity lanes and rains delaying the European harvest. Prices surged higher to start the week as news emerged that Russia had attacked port facilities on the Danube, which was seen as the alternative route to market for Ukrainian products now that Russia has ended the Black Sea Grain Initiative. This is a serious escalation to the conflict, which will deter ship owners and insurers and increase logistical costs significantly. There have also been fresh attacks on Odessa. The time it will take to repair damaged export facilities will also need to be taken into account, which could take weeks, if not months. Russia said that any vessel they suspect may be carrying military equipment into Ukrainian ports is a legitimate target, whilst also laying mines in the Black Sea. Ukraine responded, saying they could target Russian vessels. A fresh attack on the Kerch Bridge cannot be ruled out, which is the gateway to the Azov Sea, through which 30% of Russian wheat exports flow. Reduced Ukrainian exports are a known market factor, whereas any major impediment to Russian wheat exports is certainly not priced in. The EU is said to be considering funding solidarity lanes to facilitate the flow of Ukrainian goods via Europe. The funding will cover the increased logistical cost and would run to billions of euros. How this would work is unclear, particularly as the five EU countries that border Ukraine are calling for an extension to their import ban on Ukrainian products until the end of the calendar year. With harvest ongoing in the Northern Hemisphere and a big Brazilian maize crop currently being combined, the market is not short of supply in the near term, which is keeping consumers both domestically and internationally relaxed. Factors to consider going forward are major global exporter wheat supplies are shrinking, Russian and Ukrainian exports could face logistical challenges and crops are being written down in Russia, Kazakhstan, Canada and the EU where rain is delaying harvest in the east and north. Chinese weather has been less than ideal which could increase their milling wheat imports. They will also not have access to the volume of Ukrainian maize they usually import if the Black Sea ports which can handle Panamax vessels are inoperable, which could see them return to the US for maize. India is expected to remove their import tariff on wheat, which supports the argument that their crop is overstated, whilst they have also banned rice exports, excluding basmati. There is political pressure to keep food inflation under control, which is feeding into the negative narrative, whilst money flow, funds and algos are reactive to every twist and turn, which is reducing the trade's appetite for risk. On to malting barley and this week's headlines. We have the UK winter and spring malting update, the UK winter barley quality update and the European harvest situation. The winter malting barley harvest continues at a slow pace. It's difficult to know how much has been cut so far, but our estimate will be 65 to 70% in the south and east Anglia, 40% in Yorkshire and the Midlands and 30% in Scotland. So plenty of samples still to see. Quality continues to be mixed with retention levels being the biggest issue. Flagon results in the eastern region vary, and so far on the samples we have seen, Suffolk average 60%, Norfolk 77%, and Lincolnshire 72% retained. 
Craft results are slightly better, ranging between 74 and 83%. So far, Yorkshire Craft is testing about 88% retained. There are some very usable samples, but at the same time, there are samples which are down at 50% retention. Nitrogen levels are not a problem, and across all samples, average 1.58%. Some spring barley has been cut, and so far, apart from some very early samples cut on light land, they've been very encouraging. Nitrogen levels are low and retentions above 90%, but it's very early days. The recent heavy rain showers will start to affect quality on the winter barley and there have been some reports of germination and sprouting issues. Most of the spring barley crop is still at the stage where this weather pattern won't damage grain quality. Having said that, we need the weather to improve so harvest can resume and once the rain stops, it needs to stay dry as the last thing spring barley needs is warm temperatures and more rain. In France, winter barley and winter-planted spring barley is about done. The selection rate is not that good, but yields are above the five-year average. Spring barley will be complete by the end of the week. Spring-planted spring barley is better and the selection rate is more normal. Harvest in Denmark and Sweden will probably start in seven to ten days, but it's not looking that good in the field and yields could be down by 30% compared with last year. The recent price increase in the feed grain markets has not seen malting prices improve and malting premiums have now tightened. Export markets continue to be slow, this week seeing buyers not meeting sellers' expectations. With harvest being a stop-start affair, farmers continue to wait to see what quality they have before coming to market. And on to oilseed rape. This week's headlines, there's tensions between Russia and Ukraine, rain forecast in the US Midwest... And we'll talk about crude oil. The escalating tensions between Russia and Ukraine have remained a market focus. Soybean, palm oil, canola and rapeseed futures all jumped sharply last week following the Odessa port attacks and the Russian Defence Ministry's statement that all Ukraine-bound vessels will be treated as a possible threat. This week has seen additional Kremlin bombing towards Ukraine with the target the Danube ports. This has heightened concerns over the availability of edible oils from the region and keeps the market extremely volatile. Recently, Matif rapeseed was also supported by the gains in canola and soybeans on dry weather concerns. However, this week we've seen a profit-taking setback after Russian attacks on Ukraine drove prices even higher, with additional pressure coming from a wetter forecast across the Midwest for the next two weeks. Traders continue to monitor the US Midwest weather closely as soybeans approach their pod-setting phase in August. On Thursday, Brent crude oil hit its highest point in three months after it posted four consecutive weekly gains. Crude oil has been supported by tightness in supply owing to the OPEC plus production cuts and along with a renewed optimism on the outlook for Chinese demand and global growth. Attention will be on the meeting of key OPEC Plus ministers on August the 4th when they'll review the market. And finally, the grain and oilseed price indicator, starting with feed wheat for August at £185, November 195 feed barley for August at 160 November 175 and oilseed rape for August at 365 to 370 and November 375 to 380 Thanks for listening.
To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.